The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
Hello. Hi guys, I'm here um, in the background, but I have another meeting right after this. So um, I'm here and kind of listening and we'll try to be here as much as I can. Hi, Jamie. It's nice to see you. Hello. Hey Lucy. Hey Dazan. Doing well. Welcome back home. Nice to see you, Dandan. It's nice to see you, Lucy. Nice to see you. <laughs> Dandan, did you get a haircut? Yeah. Looks very nice. No, so I have to take care of it every day, but I didn't today. So thank you. <laughs> it looks nice nonetheless. I you could have fooled me. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Lucy, you know if Rich is going to be here? I assume so. She did a lot of prep work. She did. <laughs> so I imagine she'll be here. I'll send her a message. Okay, cool. Rich has been putting in a lot of hours generally on housing stuff. Mm -hmm. Pretty wild. How are you doing, Kristen? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Glad and sad to be back in the States, but you know. And thanks, Lucy, again for taking over that the last general meeting. It had worked earlier in the in the day when I had done a Zoom meeting. Uh, with like a hot spot, but for some reason later on, it was terrible. Oh, no problem at all. It's like the first time I ever had to do anything as vice chair. So it's not a difficult job, <laughs> typically. Not as much responsibility as you have anyways. It's just one meeting. What do you mean do back to states? You left to states for a while, Zach? Yeah, I was in France 
Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was a very nice trip. a couple minutes for Richa and then maybe um, Zach or Lucy if you'd like to work through the agenda that we can put together. Yeah, I'm pulling up right now. See. So the official agenda uh, on Legistar just contains discuss like a very broad stuff. But um, are you referring to? I guess there was an agenda made by Richa, right? Or is there another one? <laughs> oh, I can't hear you. Sorry, the um the more detailed agenda where Richa outlines some uh, some topics for today. Yes, great. Oh yeah, and that was, okay, that was emailed to everybody. Wonderful. Okay, I guess uh, as we get started here, if everyone could pull that email up um, that was emailed by Richard, you should have all received, I think I have, yeah, everyone here is on there. Okay, great. Well, I guess we can get started. Hopefully, Richard comes since she had done a lot of prep work for the meeting. But to start, I suppose we should go around and introduce ourselves uh, because, Jamie, you weren't at the last meeting, right? The last general meeting? Right, that's what I thought. Sorry. Um, I was at the general meeting, but this is my first education committee meeting. Okay, excuse me. All right, well, uh, I guess we could still go through and just introduce ourselves a little bit since we have no people on this new committee. Uh, so you all know me, Zachariah, me, him. Um, I'm the current chair of the Renters Commission. And um, one of the reasons why we made this the education committee uh, is because, well, it's become really clear that a lot of tenants don't know um, their rights. And so I guess we could go around and say one thing we're looking forward to on the on the Tenants uh, Education Committee, and I'm looking forward to getting the handbook updated finally, because that's badly needed. Yeah. And I'll pass it over to Jamie. 
Thank you. Uh, my name's Jamie. My pronouns are she, her. Um, this is my first education committee meeting. I'm excited to be here. Um, I think I'm most excited about like community outreach um, with this committee specifically. Um, yeah, more like one-on-one -on -one conversations with people. And I will pass it to Lucy. Hi everyone, Lucy. Uh, this is also my first tenant education committee meeting, actually. I've, I've signed up for the committee, but I missed the last meeting, so I'm just catching up. Um, but I'm I'm especially interested in this issue with wait lists and, and um, uh, yeah, getting tenants in Ann Arbor to be more confident and aggressive about enforcing their rights. I think that's the that's one of the most important things that we can do on this committee is making sure everyone's informed and kind of helping people along with enforcement, whether that be legal or whether that just be by convention, because there's a lot we can do um, culturally in Ann Arbor, not not just in terms of the law. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the meeting and kind of catching up with what's been done already. And I'll pass it to Don Don. Thank you. I'm Dan Dan. Uh, it's my first time to attend this meeting too. I think the one who needs to learn most is me here. So I'm excited, sometimes still being lazy. So I will try my best to catch up as much as I could. Thank you. I'll pass it to uh, uh, Jordan. Yeah, I think it's me. Hi, guys. I apologize. I'm usually more attentive, but with the reschedule, I have um, a meeting at seven, so I'll have to leave. Um, but I'm Jordan. I am a non-voting landlord position. Um, I have been working with my husband for the last 10-ish years. Um, and I think I am most looking forward to, similar to you guys, I guess, letting tenants know their rights and making sure that um, we are educating both sides on the issues and the legislation that's already been put into place. So more we can get following it, the less work we have to do um, kind of on the back end. And so I'm looking forward to that today. I actually talked to a couple of students earlier that were interviewing for a journalism class that were writing about landlord-tenant relations, and it was um, you know, kind of exciting to talk to them in here. And so I am looking forward to learning from this committee and what you guys have been doing and being able to share some uh, landlord side of things. Um, but again, I apologize tonight that I'm kind of distracted, but um, I will be try to be more engaged when we've got uh, scheduled meetings. Okay, is that everybody? Okay, great. And Kristen is our staff person, as you all know. Um, excuse me one second. Okay. So uh, let's open up here. I think I, I wonder if we should put this agenda into Google Doc. Let me do that real quick. Uh, okay. okay. I'm going to make the uh, notes so that there is a notes document actually inside of the um, the drive that Richard put in there. So if you open that up, there's it says a uh, Ann Arbor Renters Commission ARC tenant ed, ed meetings. Um, so I just paste it in. <clears throat> 
and what Richa had put in there. So anyway. You all can open that up if you'd like. And if you, uh, if anyone's lost about like whoa, what we're looking at, uh, just let me know. And also share. This screen. Okay, great. So, uh, recap of tenant ads. Oh, before we get started, actually, does anything? Is there? Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to add to this agenda? I didn't see any emails uh, in response to this, but if not, we'll just go ahead as is, and we can add stuff as needed. Okay, great. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, and uh, is anyone interested in taking notes as we go through here? If not, I'd be fine doing that. It's a bit much to facilitate and note take, but I can do it. I can take notes. That'd be very helpful. Thank you, Lucy. Great. So the first thing here is uh, to recap a uh, recap of the tenant ed section of renters commission work plan. So we as a commission created a work plan. Um, so I think every commission does this is my understanding. And uh, we did this through like a, a we had a couple of discussions at our general meetings. And then we had a form where people could submit ideas and rank the ideas based on priority, what we thought uh, uh, was high priority. So let me just open this up. Exploding. Okay, so this is our draft work plan. Um, we noticed that there were kind of th general themes uh, among the ideas that were thrown out there, including uh, legislation slash reform, uh, commissioner education, which would be us. And I, oh, I guess I'm a little, oh, so sorry. Uh, ours, I guess, is tenant education more so than commissioner education. Um, but the three ideas here would are to create or improve uh, online res online resources that identify rental housing rule uh, violations, uh, create or improve early leasing ordinance resources since there aren't many um, that currently exist, and uh, I guess that's just very general, just any tenants rights resources, and we do have a website as well. I think we had talked about putting things on the website. So let me open this back up. Right. So uh, are there any other things that Lucia, maybe do you remember any other ideas that would fall under here that would we talked about in regards to the work plan? I think these are the main things. I, I will add that we had talked early on in the commission about having a town hall and that got postponed, but that was originally something that this committee was planning, which was having an event for Ann Arbor renters, a kind of know your rights event and um, getting to share resources there. So that's something that we might want to pick up again at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other thoughts about uh, what should be in, in the work plan in regards to education of tenants? In the general group. 
Okay. Yeah, Jordan. Oh, sorry. Just looks good to me. Thumbs up. Those three seem to kind of every. I think everything that I would think of that we'd want to talk about would fit in those boxes. Yeah. Lucy. I did want to add one thing, which is um, inspired by Jordan's introduction, which is that we also want to do landlord education around ELO specifically, um, education and and maybe just like uh, pushing. It might not all be education, but also just saying like we're taking this seriously as the Renters Commission. So I think um, since that's a relatively new law, the there are some limits to tenant education if the landlords are kind of united and not following it. So I think we should we should make that like a separate task. And I, I don't know what exactly that will involve, but we had discussed the best practices for landlords at the last meeting that could be a part of it and kind of distributing that. But it's kind of a group effort at this point with the new ordinances. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lucy, for putting that together. I was um, really happy to see that you gotten the ball rolling. Right. Okay, so uh, status of tasks since the last meeting, which was on December 6th. Um, excuse me, I, I haven't thoroughly looked through all of this. I, I was I expecting uh, Richard to be here to kind of guide us. So we're kind of discovering this as we go along. Um, I'm a little confused. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. So we, I think we, okay, we have a working filter on Google Drive, um, compiling existing tenant ed materials. Um, so on our website now, on the Renters Commission, let's see. Um, was there anything added to this, Kristen, to the, our uh, Renters Commission website? Yes, I wonder. Um, hold on just a minute. I need to look at something. Okay. I think, I think that there, when, so the webpage, like type of webpage was changed and IT was supposed to make the old type, like not available anymore, but it looks like this might be the old one. So I'm going to, uh, find it and then send you the right one and also put in a ticket for this, um, like older version. Hold on just a moment. Gotcha. Yeah. So we discussed uh, putting some tenants rights education materials right on the website uh, for people. Um, we had a list, I think Richard brought some really good materials. I can't remember if Lucy brought some as well. No, I guess you weren't at the last one, but uh, we had kind of a, a growing list of things that we wanted to add to the website for people to access whenever they needed it since there already is, there are some pretty good resources out there already. Is anyone uh, aware of any materials that they think should be on our website? So of course, a lot of my stuff is like fairly student geared, um, but I do have, um, we can kind of use it as a, a template or maybe even just an education piece for you guys. Um, Cause I've wrote it, written them based on our feedback as landlords, but also like the things that I hear in parent groups about others' experiences. So I'm happy to share those drive docs. Again, they're, they're really like not widely applicable to tenants. They're definitely more geared toward um, students, but I think we could easily 
kind of look at and make sure that we're covering the topics and other materials. So I'll I'll pop those into the chat here just so we kind of have them in our in our um, box of tools as we work forward. Okay, yeah, that, that's great. I don't think we have a chat on this meeting actually. So um, I suppose if you could I put will them email email them to Kristen. Is that the easiest, or can I type in this this doc that you're working from? You uh, you should be able to type in here. Let's see. Okay. I'll give that a try in a minute once I get to the links and drive. Zachariah, I emailed you a link um, to the webpage. The webpage linked, um, it looks right, but it doesn't have the kind of side tabs that were added. So I need to find out why it's yeah. showing up that way and why the user can't navigate to get to those tabs from that okay. page. So I'm okay. going to. Yeah. That I'll, I'll put in a ticket it, and see what's up with that tomorrow. Perfect. Because I had seen that it the updated version and I was very confused when I was looking right now because that was not what I saw earlier. Lucy. Yeah, just a question about the where the resources are located because there's already the tenants resources tab on the rental housing page. So I don't know if we want to duplicate that tab so you can navigate there from the renters commission website because maybe some people will end up at renters commission some people will end up at um rental housing services but it seems like you know having just one page where all of the most important things are and and links to other things makes the most sense i don't know if, um, if that makes sense to others but one thing that's kind of overwhelming as a tenant i think is that there's there's actually like a lot of resources so we don't want to duplicate that in our own in the Ann Arbor City website as well. It is pretty overwhelming. Yeah, I think uh, all of most of these, if not all of them are in the handbook. Is that where you got them from, uh, Kristen? They all sent this list over um, after okay. the meeting last month. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is really nice that all this is compiled here. Is this what you email back to people when they um, when they email the Renters Commission what email now? Yes, I send them a link to the page and then also a PDF of this. Mm -hmm. um, gotcha. I think it might be worth looking at the resources on Rental Housing's page to see how up to date they are before the Renters Commission posts it on there. Um, web page because if they're maybe not the right link or if if there's some more context that can be provided for those links to help people it might help with that navigation yeah um i am trying to put something in the folders and i can see what's there but i can't put in so kristen should i just let me can i just email you these links sure. and, and pop them in okay cool thanks guys Oh, you might be able to now. We're just adding. Yeah, and who else would like access here? I can make sure everyone gets on there. Um, and, um, and Jane, what's your um, email address? Is it this? Is it your UMIS or? Um, you can do my Gmail, which is just gr, and then my first name, Jamie, at Gmail. Gr. Yep. Jamie. Great. Thank you. Perfect. 
great. Okay, so this is the uh, rental housing um, website. They have these side tabs. So the tenant resources. Uh, oh, by the way, I did see this is a, I believe, a new flyer that I've been seeing going around regarding um, a non-discrimination ordinance. The idea, I mean, most of you, if not all of you know this, but the idea is that uh, they shouldn't, the, um, um, there's actually uh, several aspects. So th there's, does this also include the source of income? Or is this just non-discrimination in terms of uh, criminal history and race and that sort of thing? Oh, I see. I see. Okay, well, I think there's another flyer maybe that, that talks about the source of income discrimination because that's been discussed a lot. Uh, but I think this uh, uh, rental housing is producing some materials every now and then. Okay. Well, uh, so Kristen, your, your recommendation was to go through the resources here and make sure it's up to date, right, before we link. Yeah, I think, or provide some type of like, are you having this type of problem? Here is the link, because if you're, you might not know as a renter, if uh, Section 8 Housing Commission applies to you, if Attorney General's office applies to you, and it's really hard to navigate that if you're like having a, an emergency or something really serious going on. Gotcha. Oh, I saw Rich is in here now. Hey, Richa. So sorry for the delay. No worries. Uh, we're just going through the agenda that you put together. Thank you for doing that. Awesome. Yeah. I just have a question. I can't. I can't seem to find the web page that Kristen had pulled up. I can only find the one that has like our names and and that kind of stuff listed about the. Yeah, where do I find like the tenants resources stuff that we have for the renters commission? It should, it they should be on the side as tabs like this, and I'm not sure why they're not. If you go to oh. a2gov.org slash renters commission, do they show up on the side? Let me check. Okay, something is up with it does yeah, type it when I type that in. Okay, this type of page that has tabs on the side is just a different kind of web page. And I wasn't able to turn the old one into this kind. I had to duplicate and then ask for that one, to, the first one to be removed. And I did ask for it to be removed, um, but it is still there. So I will put in a ticket because people need to be able to find that stuff, so. Yeah, so my understanding here is that this, okay, this website, right here is the older version, right? Yes. And you want this to be removed, but when you type in Ann Arbor, or sorry, a2gov.org forward slash renters commission, this comes up, the correct one. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> but if you Google the renters commission, which is probably how people would end up, then you end up at the old page. So if we delete that, I think the problem should be fixed. Right. That makes oh. sense, thanks. Oh yeah, that is the first one that comes up. I'm glad this was identified because <laughs> that way we can fix it. Thank you. Great.
Uh, so let me see. Right, so Richa, you had done the first task that um, was identified last time you created the a working folder. Um, Kristen, you and Gail, I guess together did this. Uh, Gail met, uh, emailed you some of those attendant ed materials. Although Richa, I know that you had more than what's on the website. Um, do you remember some of those materials that you that you had brought last time? Yes, I do. I think so. We had a Google Doc with notes from last time, and I just pasted them there. So, if you would like, I can should I put them in an email and send them over? They were just you know things like we the people, Michigan's uh, know your rights document and a few other things that are already online but it's there somewhere in a google doc so what do you all feel about or how do you feel about that um adding more resources that are like explanations of your rights rather than these uh, i think what appears to be most of these are like programs and institutions you all feel that it would be overwhelming to have uh, like kind of more like it's guys what Rich is talking about is essentially like a digital handbook for your rights as a tenant. Yeah, I guess that's what I was just going to say. I feel, I feel like we can cover most of that thing, most of those things in, in the handbook. But once we really get that back, I mean, it might be nice to like, I feel like there's nowhere for a tenant to go and be like, I'm having this ongoing maintenance issue that prevents my living in my apartment or like here's a workflow and maybe we can kind of come up with some kind of condensed um, things because it, it is a lot to look through the handbook. Um, it's very helpful and it's a one-stop shop, but I guess I feel like what I hear from tenants and of course I, I hear from tons of parents like, oh, my son's having this problem with his landlord. What do I do or what does he do? Um, I think that a lot of that is like, this is the issue, here's kind of a workflow, or here are your resources that relate to that issue. And that's a deeper dive. And I think after we do the handbook, but just kind of on our radar as we're as we're writing the handbook that are re-editing the handbook that maybe we can kind of parse out some of that as we're working on it. Um, but I do, I do think you're right. There's not, this document doesn't really tell you like what you should do. It tells you where you can go for help. Exactly, yeah. Lucy? Yeah, I think it, it might be kind of, it might be useful to do something similar to the table, but with common issues, and then like a quick, like here are the next steps you can take for those things. And probably among um, the the seven of us, we have a good sense of, of the issues, because it's true when you go through any of the resources, you're reading through a, a generalized document that, I mean, especially like the the city handbook is like the city portion of it, if you even get to the tenant advocacy part of it will like melt your brain essentially, unless you know about, unless you care about municipal codes or whatever. So I think we're losing a lot of people with just the format of things, but I like this table. I think that's a, a good um, format, but instead of organization, we could have like this issue, this issue, this issue, and we can, you know, think amongst ourselves what those issues are and then what we would want in the other boxes as maybe another tab on the page. So what I'm hearing is almost like an FAQ sort of thing where you go with your with your issue and then some suggestions and resources there. Okay. I think another tab would probably be good. Um, 
these both seem like important things to be able to find answers and like written ex explanations, but then also like a lawyer <laughs> if you don't have one. So how is this a long-term project, you all think, or uh, do we want to start working on it now? Because I think my understanding is that updating the handbook will take quite a while. I think it might be worthwhile to identify maybe some of the things you'd like to provide some more information on and then finding the information on it can be a job um, after this meeting, especially while um, Jordan is here with some landlord perspective on things that are, I know that tenants have a, also a good perspective on what issues are, but just kind of the, might be a good time to brainstorm some of those. I think also, I mean, is Gail, Gail's not formally on this committee, right? Right. I think Gail and even Mark at Beyond the Diag, I mean, when, if we're talking about, you know, obviously we have bigger, bigger tenant body than that. But um, I do think that Gail always has really good perspective on like what she's hearing because she's hears the, the worst of it too, being the help on the other end, um, being the, the person who helps on the other end. So I think whatever we do, you know, getting getting Gail's thoughts too on what she, you know, what she hears, like, and maybe even the route for that is like, Gail, if you wanted a little FAQ for your five most common situations, you know, what are they? What are those, what are the five most common bullet points? Um, Cause I, I would guess Gail and I might provide um, separate stuff, but she's gonna handle the more serious stuff. I'm gonna handle the like, their landlord hasn't responded to one email and I, you know, tell them write another email. So Gail, but Gail gets the more serious stuff. So I, I think she'd be a valuable perspective to consider. a good point um i think that uh, she would have a good idea of what are the most common issues um, since she deals with, uh, with so many cases so <clears throat> i guess just putting some ideas down just so we have you know <laughs> the seeds of something uh non-response to uh, maintenance requests or slow like like if the landlord's slow to respond to maintenance requests is one thing that I hear a lot. Um, I think that's good. The other thing that that I think, um, and this leads more to like seek other help, but tenants wanting to hold money in escrow. Yeah. Um, I don't deal a lot with that personally, but it is something that I'm asked a lot about. And my answer is go talk to a lawyer because I, you know, I don't want you you try try to find some free legal help. Um, so I think on the piggyback of that slow maintenance request, um, and maybe maybe a lot of these will be related to the other things that were coming through too, because I, I would guess Gail deals a lot with, you know, ELO types of situations, or, um, you know, I think about our tenant population doing relets or having, you know, getting out of your lease is a, a common um, kind of, is that a possibility? Is it not? What are the, the ways to kind of have that conversation? Um, yeah, those are kind of the big ones. And the other thing relates to exactly what we're talking about with rental housing stuff is empowering tenants to figure out how to search the databases and like 
what what in stream is meaningful and so I think one like kind of workflow for that too if we're kind of putting things into five-ish bullet points that might be a good option yeah very good points um <clears throat> I'm just looking through the handbook and uh there are explanations for some of these things but I think reformat reformatting the responses maybe even editing them a little bit into its uh, kind of table like what Kristen made for the uh, for the legal resources would be helpful, um, and an explanation of how to do how to put your rent in escrow. Uh, I don't know if there's a detailed explanation in. I don't think there is in the handbook. Yeah. Any other thoughts of things that uh, we would like to see in? a sort of FAQ type table, Richa? Yeah, so I'm looking at, for example, the complaints we know of so far that have come from tenants to the commission. We know like from the beginning, like initial days, we heard about like permits and things like does your, or, or you know, does the building have a functioning like smoke alarm and things like that. I think like some we we heard that from one tenant who's generally more aware of their rights, they actually like emailed the ten the landlord and then emailed the renters commission and flagged all of this, you know, very persistent. But I think some other tenants don't really like I I don't know if uh, I'm not very attentive about some of these minor things. So uh, things like like what are the permits that you're apartment or building should like most definitely have but also like what are the bare minimum facilities that are that need to be there and if they're not there like please like make a phone call or take steps xyz to make sure that they're and some of that is in like according to the city ordinance there are some basic uh, facilities that just need to be there from a security standpoint and things like that so i looked at so yeah, one thing is, and I, I just noticed the Student Legal Services website has some key uh, tenant issues that, and I, I put the link in the notes. Thanks, Lucy. I'm seeing that Lucy's taking notes. So in the same document, I just put in links to whatever website um, I said a short while ago that, you know, I compiled like a list of places. So the Student Legal Services, for example, on the point of like permits or uh, like these basic uh, facilities has given a number to students who would read the website that hey if you if you need to confirm if say your building even has a certificate of compliance or something like that call rental housing housing services like they've mentioned like that on their website so I think those kinds of details are helpful if you just need to know when you're moving in the, is your building is it safe even before moving in I think these are things that a tenant could check uh, just going further up I think I shared the complaint log with you all before the meeting. I don't know if you can access. Uh, but yeah, some other, there was there were some issues that came up at the last, it was attached to the last agenda meeting. Some really disturbing stuff about tenants being charged for like a sewer maintenance type service. Yet there were some issues with like waste leaking into the basement. Uh, so yeah, as uh, Jordan mentioned, like maintenance repairs are a big issue, and like for me, honestly, when I uh, read the how 
housing code, the timeline wasn't very clear to me. It said something like six months is the time frame for repairs. I hope I read it incorrectly, but uh, you know, when you have such types of issues where there's like PCs like leaking into the basement, that's it shouldn't be six months for a tenant. Like the time frame should be much less. So yeah, like so more specific when we talk about maintenance and repairs and quality of housing, I guess we can break it down into check how do you as a tenant like check for permits, certificate of compliance, and those basic things that you need for to remain safe. And then yeah, like how do you make complaints once you figure out that uh, like new issues arise. Uh, so there's that. And of course there's the ELO um like issues that tenants keep emailing us about. Like their landlords continue to ask them to renew early. Sorry, I'll stop here. But basically I think from our uh, all the complaints we've received even within geo housing, I'm sure you can make a mini list of at least like four or five key issues. Lucy. Yeah, Richard hit on a lot of the issues I, I would have raised too. I think it would be good if we had a section on um, if you're dealing with issues that come up because you share a lease with a lot of people. That's really common in Ann Arbor and the leases include joint and several liability. So you're you're on the hook legally, but you know, that's still things that we can advise people on or at least direct people to Gail. That's one, how to get your security deposit back just be good if we had a clear place where you can go like here are the steps you have to take um and then probably we should have we should gather resources on eviction like if you get a, a notice of eviction what are your next steps who can you reach out to what are you going to do depending on who you are um i think those are the those are the key ones that are on my mind right now i I'm gonna, well, I do have one quick thing and then I'll pass it to the next person. I remember one of the, uh, uh, you know what, I'm just gonna go ahead and pass it because I haven't formed that thought totally. So I'll pass it to Jamie. Yeah, um, related to what Risha was saying, I think it would be, and I don't even know if there's like a clear distinction between the two that we could kind of summarize for FAQ, but I think it would be important for people to know, like, when does your, like, so say I have this maintenance request, when does that kind of cross over into now it's a, like a code violation, like making it a little bit easier for people, or even just like giving them the information, like, here are certain maintenance requests that could kind of go into the territory of a code violation, just so people know, you know, it's not just like a light bulb out. It kind of goes into more serious territory. Richard, you don't remember where you read the six month number? That was in, so in the housing code, I think it is section eight, and Oh, sorry. So within chapter 105, I think, um, sorry, I shouldn't, I, I can't, I don't know exactly where it was, like which section talks about the repairs, which is annoying because I just read it a couple of days ago. Uh, but it said something like, 
I think it's 511, 8 and 511 with chapter 105. So something around the timeline. Yeah. Okay, well, we can go through this later, I guess. I was just curious if you happen to have that on hand, no worries. Uh, by the way, does everybody uh, have a copy of this or you know where to access a copy of the, the booklet? Because it's good to read through it at least. Um, you know, these handbooks are supposed to be distributed to every tenant when they move in. Although we have confirmed that a lot of tenants don't receive this from their landlords. Well, you can access this on our the new version of the website. Uh, let me see. So if you type in a2gov, uh, a2gov.org forward slash renters commission, if you ever need to check on that, then click on the booklet. Uh, yeah, there it is. There's the digital copy. This is the one that was updated in 2022. Yep, wonderful. Uh, but if you want a physical copy, I know Kristen said that, first of all, you can get them in the in the in City Hall, but uh, Kristen offered to mail them to you. So I would just email Kristen about that if you want one. Anything else that we would want to have in an FAQ sort of table, or is it, do you guys have any thoughts about what the formatting should be, Rachel? Just one quick suggestion around like weather related, like seasonal advice. Uh, I noticed when I read the, when I read chapter 105, there are things like, for example, it says all snow and ice, which is accumulated prior to 6 a.m. on a sidewalk uh, should be removed by 2.30 of the same day. And like my landlords leave stuff for like weeks. So I don't even know that this is there. So small things like that, I feel would be helpful. And within that, I'd also like to include say things like heating, Again, I think it says it should not go below 68 degrees Fahrenheit. If the, uh, and I remember very clearly that mine went to like 57 and just stayed at a static 57 for a couple of days. And I just didn't know it was 68. I thought it was like 60 or something. So yeah, I think specific like winter related stuff. And there's a whole like little thing on winterization, which is like 8528, like a little above the ELO stuff uh, around proper insulation, which our landlords definitely don't follow. So at least knowing that we should have all those facilities would be a good start. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all very good. All right, then. Are there any other issues? If not, we'll move on. And I think that... Um, we should check in with Gail sometime soon. Um, I'd be more than happy to do that, to ask her what she thinks should be on the website in that regard. Okay, seeing nothing else, we will keep going. So, let's see, yeah, there we are. Uh, yeah, so we had also discussed creating new materials. In particular, um, I know that the early leasing ordinance doesn't have a lot of materials explaining that. Uh, we haven't really gotten the word out to enough tenants, it sounds like, from my conversations with them. I think they're still a little confused. There's some confusion about the brand new ordinance that got passed regarding right to renew. Um, 
which requires your landlord to offer um, renewal to the current tenant before they offer it to somebody else. And uh, we don't have resources for either of those two things, I think. But I also see here, uh, uh, Richa, you're obviously uh, reviewing the housing code and you took some notes here. Would you like to talk about that? Sorry, I'm struggling to unmute. I'll keep it very brief. I just, this is very rough. I highlighted a few points that kind of stood out to me as things that maybe like I didn't know, but I was imagining like questions that I could ask my landlord or questions that other people could ask their landlords if they feel like, oh, they don't have this. Because we see complaints about like security a lot also, like the locks in your buildings and as I mentioned, heating and so on. But I think it's still very preliminary and this would, depending on, I think it might take like a little work session from us or something to just see if there's something in here that can be consolidated into or an explainer if it doesn't exist already. Like I do know the winterization stuff. I don't see that on Student Legal Services website or beyond the Diag. Uh, so that's just... There could be some stuff from the city ordinances to convert into an explainer. Thanks, Richa. And here's a general question about um, any sort of materials we make, what uh, like graphical or just a written document. Uh, Kristen, I guess I, uh, this is to you. If we want to make something new, does this need to be seen by someone and uh, can? accepted by someone in the, in the city government? Yeah, so before we distribute um, as being from the Renters Commission or put on the webpage, staff will have to take a look at it just to make sure, um, especially if we're referencing housing code, um, that everything is correct. Um, I don't anticipate an issue with any of the topics you've talked about so far, um, but more, more so just for completeness and correctness. Okay, great. But definitely feel free to make like Canva, like infographics. Like, I think that's great. I think that's exactly what work. Sorry, Lucy, go ahead. No, no, that's useful to know. I was, I was actually going to change the topic back to right to renew if, if we're ready. Because I've, I actually feel that tenants know more about this law than almost any other part of the housing code because <laughs> it's new and it's been in the news and so it's not a tenants education issue it's an enforcement issue and i talked to a lot of tenants about this where they say okay my landlord approached me they want to they want me to renew they say if i renew now i get this rate and if i renew in two weeks i get this higher rate and they know exactly what's happening which is that the landlord is coercing them to get that renewal. It's not a matter of their education, it's a matter of their power. So to me, the issues around right to renew are, we have a trickier job as the tenant education committee here, which is, is less about knowledge and more about um, getting getting everybody on the same page about following this law. I don't know how to do that. And I'm not, and I'm actually not sure what to say to tenants. I'm, I wonder if others of you have had this experience and, and ideas about what we're supposed to say or what kind of, um, resources we can create here, but uh, but a um, brief of the law is uh, we can create that. 
although that that of course exists in in circulation and in conversation in the city in a big way um but that's not solving the problem it's not um that tenants aren't trying to enforce it it's that they don't have power to yeah i would add on to that i think that um i would agree that a lot of tenants do know about that law there is still some confusion um, in my experience from some people who have emailed me about certain aspects of the law uh, and which leases that applies to, but there seems to be some disagreement about which leases it applies to even among some lawyers I ask. So I'm, I myself, am a little confused about that. Um, but uh, I think knowing that, that we're working on creating a system of enforcement for right to renew and revamping maybe the, the early leasing ordinance uh, system as well there. Uh, I think once we know what the avenues will be for tenants to report these things, that's where the education component comes in because it's not just educating them about the law, it's educating them, what do you do when you know that someone's broken the law? Um, that doesn't exist, but that's also partially because the enforcement doesn't exist, at least for totally for, for right to renew. There is something for ELO, but I think most people agree that that needs to be re revamped. Uh, Jamie. Yeah, I would just um, kind of echo that I personally was like just put in that exact position um, where, you know, you're given, okay, here's a few weeks and take this rate or leave it up to chance, basically, you know, and it's even knowing the law, it's like, well, I can't even afford the $100 rent increase that you're offering me as like, this is the deal. Um, you know, so I, as someone who's in a position, like, I can't chance it, like, I can't not go ahead and sign this document because I, you know, financially don't have that freedom. So yeah, I don't know how, like, what do you tell people? You know, it's like, we want them to follow the new law, but like you said, Lucy, they're not empowered to when it comes down to it. Uh, just to respond to that, Jamie, I'm sorry you've been put in that situation. I actually just got my own letter today. How exciting. Uh, but I would tell, if, if, the, if you hear that from people and you yourself, you know, you're a U of M student, so you can go to Student Legal Services. Please go there and tell people to go there if they're students. Um, if not, have them contact the Renters Commission because uh, Student Legal Services is actually uh, actively trying to gather all the people in that situation and figure out what to do. So, uh, yeah, I would just direct them there because I, there, there might be something to do about that, actually. Richard? I had a question about a different topic. So I know that Lucy has to leave soon, right? Like around seven or so. But I was curious to know how everyone feels about the, the meeting that's coming up with rental housing services. Like I do feel like if you ask some questions, we can do the tenant education work also better. Like if we're through our research, we find that some things are just not clear to us. 
probably ask them. And I'm started. I made like a list of four to five questions. It's very like stream of consciousness right now. I have to clean it up, but it's it's in the sheet that Kristen had shared with us. Um, so I'm curious to again, yeah, know how people want to approach that meeting. I'm sure we can talk about the upcoming renters commission meeting also, but we have until like 16th or 17th to submit questions. So I'm going to ask now. Does everyone understand what that's in reference to? I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Um, I guess I can give a quick, hey, Richard, do you want to explain why, why we're inviting uh, people from rental housing services? I think one of the reasons was, yeah, to just ourselves understand some of these processes better. For example, I think Jordan had mentioned stream, uh, like the previously, like the earlier it was just e-track it. I think it's it would be helpful for even us to understand how tenants can engage with these things specifically. Like, what are the quickest ways for us to find out? Uh, like, and yeah, just to understand how these platforms even work and. I'm sure like for them, they have a way of um, recording and updating information there, but how do we use it as tenants to find out more about various properties? Um, but that's just one example. And I'm sure there are many other processes that we should know more about. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest things are, you know, how do you how do you make sense of what is on there? And some of that is time specific too, because things have changed over time. Like we have had situations where they were charging for every every inspection. And so you would every inspection you would get cited for something on the first one. And if you're looking at it as a tenant, you're like, oh, they got failed. And I think trying to figure out like, oh, they got failed because um, of this one small thing that, you know, they then pat like, how do you sort through what's on there? Um, is super important because it is it is hard. I I hesitate honestly, I hesitate to direct parents and students directly. Um, to it without me giving like a big kind of disclaimer because it, it is hard. And then there's obvious ones that are like, you shouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole. So it's, it's a bit tricky. Um, and I think the meeting will give us some clarity and then we can kind of help, help tenants. But I also have to leave. So I'm going to say goodbye to you guys and I'll see you um, all soon. Thank you, Jordan. See ya. Right. Um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, I guess this might just be for Jamie, but maybe not done too. Uh, you stream and you track it. Have you heard of those before? Okay, so those are two online databases that the city uses or has used rather. So um, stream is the new one. E-track it was the old one. So they're transitioning to stream and it has a list of uh, a bunch of like certificates and uh, documents related to different rental units. So um, that includes everything from the certificate of compliance, allowing uh, the landlord to rent the unit to, uh, I think, like code violations, descriptions of code violations, et cetera. It can be kind of uh, overwhelming and like technical, but uh, if you have time, I would look up your address. <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting, uh, both in, uh, I guess, to start with stream. And if you don't find it there, look in e-track and you can just read a little bit about, you can see the information that's in there. Is that just like stream? Is that from the city? Can you put a link in the chat maybe? Yeah, here, let me show you. It's um, <clears throat> stream.a2gov.org. Um, I don't know, like, super well how to use it. 
but I'm guessing you would go to. So, yeah, yeah, here, wait, before I go there, I just want to see. It says, yeah, search for existing permits, plans, inspections, code cases, requests, and licenses. So there's got a lot of stuff in there. <clears throat> um, Just a quick question in terms of, like, what we're able to do as a commission. Um, I know most, if not all, these meetings are, like, recorded and uploaded to YouTube, it seems like. Um. Are we able to do like video tutorials <laughs> and post them on YouTube? Is that something that would be allowable? Like kind of like a how-to walkthrough of this process? I think that's worth exploring. I think that would be really useful to residents. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see. Let's stream and track it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Jamie. <laughs> Be really awesome. Okay. Um, right. Oh, so I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, we also had another task, which was reviewing tenants' rights and duties booklet. Um, I have done that. I guess I'm. I'd like to go back through though, because I've forgotten a little bit of the stuff. Uh, this is th these points. These uh, tasks here were decided on December 6th. Um, but I'm I'll probably go back through and reread it and see what um, if anything stands out, I guess, in terms of what is there and what should be there in my opinion. But uh, I would encourage everyone else to read through it too if you have the time. It's pretty interesting. actually, it's not as drivery as I thought it would be. All right. Um, and then, I guess we can move on unless there's anything else, someone uh, on those three tasks. Okay. Uh, updating the rights and duties booklet. I know, Kristen, you said let's push that off for a little bit. Um, yes, if possible. And then I can provide an update next week at the meeting to see if I have any new information. Um, nope. I'm meeting to find out a little bit more. And there's a couple, couple different parts of updating it to see what is you know, best use of time and resources and getting it done fast enough. And what do we feel like maybe we can, um, like if there's parts of it that could be not followed because of maybe is in the spirit to do something else. So kind of see what flexibility we have. Yeah, for sure. A side note here, <clears throat> there's a, it's illegal to not distribute this. Um, there's a fine of up to $500 if landlords don't distribute this. And we've talked with a ton of people who have not received this booklet. Um, so I think that's something we should think about um, that eventually might come to education because I think a lot of people just don't know how to report this. That's definitely a question for rental housing services when they come. I'll make sure that's in the the list of questions because I want to know what the process is for reporting that you didn't receive one of these booklets. And then we can inform people um, uh, of that process. Lucy, I saw your hand go up. Kristen's probably going to answer my question. So Kristen, okay. oh. yeah, Kristen go. Um, I hope so. Uh, renters who would like to report that um, first to get a, a handbook, maybe a faster way than asking your landlord um, you can ask the clerk's office and we'll mail one to you or we'll let you know where you can find them. Um, 
And then for if they'd like to report that their landlord hasn't, they can um, contact rental housing the way you they would for any other code violation. So um, rental housing or uh, Janet's contact information is included on the webpage. Um, the form, I believe, has a checkbox for whether or not the handbook was provided. So that's what renters should do at this time. Um, but definitely contact the clerk's office to get the booklet um, because that way you'll be able to get it faster. For sure. Thank you, Kristen. Great. Uh, okay, so moving on. Um, addressing tenants communication to renters commission, <clears throat> which does. Wait, wait, can I go, can we go back to the, the handbook? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't no, say that. Okay. No, 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 I just put it up. I was just thinking, I think the contacting rental housing services won't be very accessible to people. And as someone on the tenant education committee, I'm interested to know just how many people haven't received this booklet. I feel like we should create a spot on the website where people can note that specifically. Uh, did you receive this booklet? We're trying to get a sense of who does and doesn't have this where they can, like a special form just for that that goes to us. And it's a pretty hefty fine for a landlord. It's a $500 fine if you don't give that booklet. Um, as far as I know, and up to, up to 500 up to 500 in the last renters commission meeting that we talked about this, it there didn't seem to be any um, any um, interest in enforcing that or, or really knowing how to enforce that. I feel like it wouldn't be difficult to enforce that at all if we if we made this form had had people where all of us are in networks of, of lots of tenants who haven't gotten this book. So if we had people report that that might actually reset the convention of the city and, and start um, landlords taking that more seriously. We're on the edge of an enforcement and education here, but you know a lot of tenants don't even know that they're supposed to get that book. So it, it is relevant to this committee and I feel like that's it's really important that we put that on our like front and center on our website report that you haven't gotten it. And if you haven't gotten it, um, this will get sent to you by filling out a, a certain form. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the rental housing services website right now, and it's not like immediately clear where to report complaints. I know there's a there's a spot for it, but um, maybe Kristen, you could, um, I know this is really more for the, for rental housing services, but like, I almost wish that there were a tab here that just said compl like complain. <laughs> um, I believe about halfway down on the tenant resources page. Okay, tenant resources down. Oh, there it is. How to file a complaint? I see. Yep, yep. I see that now. Thank you. I knew I'd seen this before. I just couldn't remember what it was in the website. Thanks. Um, making that maybe a little more obvious, but that's a discussion for uh, when rental housing services is here. Uh, so I see Danan's hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, my question that Lucy was talking about that every rent should have the handbook, but can we make sure that even the landlord, every of them know that they should have that handbook to be, even can we make sure even the landlord have them at certain times, but it's, it's, that's, that's the way if you wanted to, 
you get them to pay for $500 for not giving you to them, then can we have the chances to make them have the things at the same time? Yeah, I think that um, if I understand that correctly, like it, informing landlords of the importance of doing that and that enforcement's going to start and making it very clear where they can get the handbooks is very important as well. Thanks, Tanya. Okay. Um, are we good to move on to the communications discussion? All right. Uh, so <clears throat> I know there was uh some questions about how you know what how our commission can communicate with tenants if they email us um i see that there's a there was a log made um on the agenda was linked in the agenda of the different people uh, tenants who have reached out to us and uh there's a really good um overview of when they reached out to us um why who they are generally and what their landlord uh, which landlord they had <clears throat> uh and i know that there was an email some email exchange i think between rich uh, um and kristen so richard do you want to go over the section since you wrote this in the agenda yeah i think it's, so it's not clear. Uh, my understanding as of now is that we should not directly communicate with tenants, but I just feel like it's helpful to have some record of like what our general impression was of the issue and what we can learn from it. And also some, like we have opportunity to use the meeting time to react to these things. Um, typically this comes up towards the end of a meeting when we have like the communications to city, to commissioners, like portion of our meeting agendas. So. Ideally, it seems to me, I feel like we should have, like, if we have an answer, it should be like kind of crafted, like personalized and sent to tenants. Um, but if that's not possible, we should still, as a group, have some discussion and maybe note it down. I feel like this is good for future commissioners also. Like if they had this log to look at, they could just filter for an issue and be like, oh, this is what the commissioners discussed the last time. So there's some continuity. I'm sure like there might be a better way of doing this, but to me, a sheet just seemed like a starting point for us to have a discussion around this. Yeah, thank you, Richa. Jamie? Yeah, so this is not directly related, but it's kind of, so I was reading through the emails um, that were in the attachment. And one of the things that I, was kind of a red flag for me. Um, the tenant who has the issue with the laundry fee, um, there was some language from the landlord that seemed to me, like from first read, I was like, I feel like they're trying to bait the tenant into saying something. Like they say, I assume it is just a coincidence that your request for reimbursement coincides with the timing of you no longer needing the apartment. So with that, to me made me think of was like just you know maybe this is further down the road but like it would be useful to have like tips for communicating with landlords just a quick um you know and maybe that's something that gail could help with because i'm sure there's like a legal um, perspective that would be helpful um 
but yeah, that was just really kind of a troublesome phrase to me when I saw that I was like, mm, not really sure what they were getting at with that sentence, but that was my thought there. I know when I had talked with Councilmember Rodina um, about the Renters Commission, he had mentioned briefly in passing, so I got to check in with him again, again on this, uh, that he envisioned the commission eventually sending like letters to um, to landlords about situations and saying, you know, this is, you got to stop this, or we really disagree with what you're doing here or there. Um, and so I guess uh, I'd like to talk to him further about that, I, um, about directly communicating with landlords or tenants. Uh, and I know, uh, Kristen, just to confirm, you, you're, if a tenant emails the commission, you're saying that right now the advice is to not respond? Um, if, if tenants are emailing, like, private emails of renters commissioners, or... Oh. Either. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess the mostly... Am I cutting out? I think my internet connection um, is kind of... Okay. Um, uh, I guess specifically the commission email, and then when you forward it on to everybody else, are we not supposed to respond to those tenants? Okay. So, um, like what Richard described, like kind of responding at a meeting saying, you can definitely say something like, this is a landlord tenant issue. This is not a housing code violation. Um, but renters commissioners shouldn't provide kind of individual legal advice or assistance as renters commissioners to residents. And if residents are emailing your private email addresses, um, seeking that from you as a renters commissioner, um, you should not provide assist legal assistance, advice. Um, I think that covers it. Um, what was that? Was that your whole question? I guess so. I mean, if if someone uh, does email us individually, uh, for example, mm -hmm. and they explain a situation, um, I guess our response probably should be to encourage them and help them find legal cons uh, counsel, right? Yeah, you could refer them to the Renters Commission email address, and then they would receive the kind of list of legal advice that's on the or legal um, resources that's on the web page. Or I would typically kind of read the person's response and then work with Janet um, to determine whether or not that would, if the information they provided is a code violation and then connect them directly with Janet, um, who in my experience has been responding with like within the hour, the renters um, yes. to help resolve those issues. Um, but you shouldn't be providing any um, like individual advice, anything that you wouldn't respond um, to kind of, if someone was like, hi, I need help finding out how to do this, you could definitely refer them to the webpage it's on, but you shouldn't, um, as a renter's commissioner and kind of arm of the city be providing advice for a, like a kind of a private issue. I see, okay. Thanks. Um, SL Jamie, you had your hand up. Um, I did, but Kristen answered my question. Okay, thank you. 
Um, Richa, is there anything else with uh, you'd like to add to addressing tenants communication to renters commission? I'll pass it on to Lucy. Okay, Lucy. Yeah, I guess I just feel like the individual contact is actually important not to give legal advice. I mean, more often than not, the issues that tenants face are not code violations and there is no legal answer. I know that from having done a lot of tenant counseling. And it's important to be able to talk someone through that because that's how they often get involved in tenants advocacy. So if a tenant has an issue, they get emailed a list of organizations that can help them with legal issues, that is going to alienate them from tenants' rights movements. That's not going to encourage them to become a part of or to start an organization or to get together with other tenants, to start a tenants association in their building. Those are the kinds of things that you can talk to someone about in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. That's advocacy. It's in, in tenant union organizing, it's called paralegal counseling. And it is uh, one of the most important parts of the tenants' rights movement. And I, I feel like it, it, if the process that's been put in place now, which I, I disagree with and I think is bad, uh, keeps going on, that's going to uh, alienate people from their rights, from changing their rights, from fighting for better rights, all of that kind of stuff, which is really where we're at with tenants' rights in general and, and especially in Ann Arbor, where the people in this very room have uh, fought to change a law, which we are now powerless to enforce. Uh, that would be me, that would be Jamie, that would be Zachariah, all getting these notices saying that if you don't renew your rent now, then, you, then you're going to be raised to a higher tier. So we all need to be able to talk to tenants in the city about the situation that we're in, bring people to the organizations that we've built uh, instead of a, a city administrator or city staff or um, somebody who's, who's more official on the city saying like, here are organizations that you can talk to if your rights have been violated. We don't have good rights. Our rights haven't been violated. So... I, I do feel like it's important for, for there to be some kind of human connection between um, renters, commissioners, who are renters, who are part of the tenants' rights movement in this area, and the people who are reaching out to us with issues like forced to being paid for a, a sewage leak in their building that hasn't been responded to, stuff like that. I wonder if, um, you know, I know Lucy... Richa and I have received a lot of emails. I'm not sure who else in the commission, but I wonder if we could talk with um, maybe, uh, I'm not sure, maybe John Reiser or so someone who would have uh, a better understanding of, um, or maybe you you as well, Kristen, um, to kind of come up with a, like a guide of what the city says we can and can't do. Like, how are we supposed to communicate with, with renters? Because I, I understand, I'm guessing, I, the reason why we we can't necessarily give a specific advice to renters is because if it's bad advice, then we could be held liable for giving them legal advice that was incorrect or something of that nature. Is that right, Kristen? I would I would assume that is probably why. Okay. Um, so I'm wondering if we could talk more and come up with like a guide for uh, how to navigate communication with um, tenants. Oh, okay, I think something's going on on Kristen's end. Sorry, um, well, well, we'll move on to Jamie. Yeah, and I think that would be helpful to have 
clarity around, you know, what we can and can't say, especially before um, like a town hall, because I'm just envisioning like getting a bunch of people together and having them, you know, express their, um, you know, issues and things that they're going through. And then how do we respond, you know, in what way is appropriate to respond as the renters commission, but also without coming off as like dismissive or cold of their um, concerns that they bring about. Yeah, I second that. I second what your frustrations, Lucy, because I feel like we should be able to, you know, if at all possible uh, in our role here is to, to walk people through this, the process, or at least say very clearly, this is not legal advice. If I were in a similar situation, this is how I personally would man would handle it. Something of that nature, but like I, I do think it's good to to check with the city and make sure we're not going to be putting the city in a really bad spot if we accidentally make a mistake. Um, yeah, I think uh, this, uh, Kristen uh, has something going on on her end. Uh, she texted me saying her fire alarm's going off, so uh, that's why she had to turn off. Okay, anything else on this? point here i think uh, maybe just a pr proposal here uh, especially since kristen's not on at the moment um i'm wondering if um you know lucy and rachel you're interested in this jamie it sounds like you might be interested in this uh, maybe we could kind of start an email thread trying to figure out um if we can get a list of do's and don'ts in communication with tenants does that sound good okay yeah. Great. I guess we can just keep this whole committee on there. Yeah, Lucy. Yeah, I was just hoping before we go, if we could um, go through all of the action items, all the proposals that were put on and, and just kind of recap before we go, because I know we yes. probably won't meet in a while and, and we do work in our own corners. It'd be good to do that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Lucy. And also we do have to do public comment. We do have a part uh, participant uh, who's uh, just spectating. Uh, so, Let's see. We have some things we'd like to add um, for the questions for rental housing services. Um, I know I brought brought up um, questions about the complaint process, in particular regards to the rights and duties of tenants booklet. So there's a document where we're putting a lot of questions for the rental housing services so they can prepare in advance. So that's one thing. I'm happy to do that. And you all, if you have any particular questions, please do um, um, uh, add them on your, your own. Sorry, someone texted me. Um, and uh, beyond that, I can contact uh, Gail. Um, right, to ask her to email um, email over to, I guess, all of us, including Kristen, um, some of the issues that she deals with the most. So we could that could inform our process as we make a, an FAQ table. So I'd be happy to take that on and help me out here. What else did we talk about? <laughs> it might be useful for people to take, because we listed a bunch of issues. It might be useful for, if people feel like they want to put resources together for that issue and start piecing together the table that we talked about. Or if one person just wants to take on that table and have the others review it, I don't know what people think is the best way to go about doing that. 
uh, I, I saw Kristen and Richa. All right, I apologize for uh, my fire alarm was going off, which unfortunately happens very frequently, uh, even when there is no emergency. So I missed the end of that conversation about uh, looking for some more clarification on um, responding to complaints. Was there anything that you would like me to follow up on? I'm happy to follow up on it again with staff um, and maybe it would be, be more helpful for uh, staff to respond if there was like some specific requests, like what can we say to these types of situations? Um, so if somebody wanted to prepare some of those that I could provide, or if you are looking for like a, a like a blanket approved, approved response or anything like that. Uh, yeah, thank you, Kristen. I guess Lucy and Richa, since you seem to uh, uh, be have a good idea of what you'd like to say to tenants, would you two be able to work together to come up with some ideas there? Like, uh, you know, are we allowed to say this? Are we allowed to do this? Um, questions that you could direct towards Kristen so she could get answers on how exactly we can can't respond to tenants. Yeah. Can do. I think your suggestion about getting another, just a meeting to solidify like why or why we can't do some things would be nice. So as you said, Kristen, maybe John Rice or like we just have a quick chat about because I, I'm worried that we'll put in some work and then realize actually this is just not okay or something. I think I need more clarification. So last I uh, talked with John Reiser about it, I think... I think that um, we discussed like what the renters commission can and should be doing based on the um, the purposes, objectives, and duties outlined in their bylaws. Um, there's not a ton of like direct with the community work outlined in the renters commission's work. So I think that part of the intention was trying to kind of like steer the renters commission to continue to be in the like advisory review policy making rather than providing direct services. But if they're like I like I said, I'm happy to revisit it with staff. Just a direct response here. Um, would we be able to? have a meeting to, to have a conversation with uh, wh wh whatever staff members or uh, would be able to maybe give some answers on that, which I think is what Richard was saying there. Well, I couldn't hear that. Um, Sorry about that. Um, I can ask, I can see okay. what um, staff is open to. All right, um, and if they seem to prefer written questions, I we can, can cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, but it sounds like we prefer to have an, an actual live meeting. Okay. Okay, Lucy. Yeah, so so my point's a little bit different than um, providing services. I, there are other other 
parts of the city that are probably better equipped to do that than we are, though our work plan does have a lot of tenants education stuff, which is also providing services. My point is, though, that people who have tenants, my point is not about providing services. It's about connecting tenants to the live tenants movement in Washtenaw County. That can only happen through one-on-one -on -one conversations. I'm, I'm assuming uh, from being in the tenants movement in Washtenaw County that nobody in the city office is really a part of that. So Janet, uh, John Reiser, Kristen, like you guys aren't in those organizations, so you wouldn't be able to connect those people to the movements that we're a part of in the Renters Commission. That's that's really what I would like to do. So it's more about building up um, a political movement here in the city than it is about saying, here's the appropriate. So having like stock answers wouldn't address my issue, which is that if, if tenants are actively seeking out help, there's a lot of places that aren't just legal advocacy organizations that I would like to direct them to and people that I'd like to introduce them to. Uh, so I don't know um, if what what jurisdiction or, or where that falls in, but uh, I'm a little bit confused be, in terms of not being able to do the work on the level of education because we also had a discussion at the Renters Commission a little while ago about how enforcement wasn't our and policy stuff wasn't our jurisdiction. So I think, you know, we're a new commission, we're kind of figuring out what our role is. A lot of us are interested in all of these things. And it's just a little bit frustrating to be told that we can't do anything besides create a, a web page when there's already a ton of written resources out there. Okay, so uh, just to compile that, reiterate that we want to talk with someone who, who will have a better idea of what we can and can't do and why. And maybe Lucy can raise some of those points with whoever that person would be. Thank you, Kristen. Um, and Jamie. Yeah, um, not to just kind of like belabor the point, but um, I think, you know, communication with tenants is also really important for the policymaking side of things because we don't want to be just kind of pushing forward our own experiences. And I think part of getting tenants to open up to the Renters Commission is being able to just honestly engage in conversation with them. So just any kind of guidance from, you know, the city or whoever kind of oversees that of how we could still best communicate honestly and openly with tenants within the scope of our practice, if that makes sense. Definitely, yeah. Thank you, Jamie. Okay, so running back through this to-do list, we have, um, um, right, we're gonna add any questions we have to rental housing services list. So when they come, they'll have a prepped response. Um, email Gail Rosen um, to see what, if she can provide us with a list of the most common issues to guide our website making. Um, let's see, put together responses so we can get approval from staff. Uh, oh, right, okay, so that, that's related to, um, wait, wait, I'm a little confused there, Lucy. Is that, that's related to the to the meeting? that we're requesting? I I was trying to capture Rich's idea of uh, like if we write issues on the back end then send them along and then they get approval. 
I don't know if I can what I was thinking, but. Okay, so like making, sh getting approval from staff to make sure that we don't make a mistake in, in how we respond. Okay. Is that Return what you meant, Richa? Can you clarify? I think my, so the suggestion was for us to put together res uh, some responses, but I felt like a step before that would perhaps be to have that meeting to understand, because I think what even Lucy said is right, that some like boilerplate response type system might not necessarily achieve the aim here. Like we are not just offering services like Lucy said, like there are other trained people to do specific things, but yeah, I think a meeting and then the responses would be helpful. Okay. So yeah, that falls under the meeting, I guess, as a potential next step. Okay. Anything else that I'm that we've missed here for to do's, uh, Richa? Can I ask that we assign the review of the rights and duties handbook because it's it's one of those tasks that are I mean we all should do it, but sometimes it it can slip through the cracks because we're doing a lot of things like you know. Uh, I know Lucy the last meeting just prepared this whole enforcement recommendation has to work on that feedback and Zaki working on the we're putting together the waitlist stuff so if if people can just sign up for to just review and highlight and just make like little like annotate it I've just created a word version like a pdf to word thing and shared the link in the notes I did that for the housing code like everyone can look at the same version and then multiple people can comment if something seems interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think if, and giving it more time, like it can be a whole, like take a month and a half, take two months, doesn't have to be like in the next week. But if we can assign and people can volunteer to just read and annotate, I think that'd be cool. I could do that. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Wonderful. So you know where to find the PDF. And I'm guessing it'd probably be best to just uh, download that and like in, in Adobe or whatever, do the highlighting and uh, annotating, um, if that's the way you want to do it. And you can share at our next meeting what your overall thoughts are. And yeah, great. Lucy? Yeah, I wanted to add, I think it would be great if we could add to our website a form where people can um, submit that they didn't receive their tenant's right handbook something to happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that actually is a good, that's a very good idea, I think, especially because we can help connect them with instructions for how to file a complaint. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense uh, on your end, Kristen? Do you think that's possible? Um, I can find out. There was previously a link um, about like you haven't received one, your landlord should have done that. There's what to do about it. And there was some just uh, like be more clear to residents, like what what that means or how to, I, I'll, I'll see if I, if it is, if I would be able to put it back on. Gotcha. Thank you very much, Kristen. And maybe if it's on the rental housing services, one of those tabs, maybe we could also include it on our side as well. Okay, any other to-dos here? Lucy. Sorry, lots of to-dos. I can start working on a table of the common issues that we did name while we're waiting for Gail to add other ones as well for our, to um, share at our next meeting. That would be great, thank you. 
Anything else? Okay. Uh, well, we can always email each other. Um, we have an email thread going or, already for um, uh, with all our email addresses on there. So if you think of anything, uh, any interesting news or news articles, you know, th th that you want to send to everybody, um, that's always welcome. Great. Now, before we close out, uh, we do have a public comment section, and I know we have an, an, an attendee. So, um, here, give me a second. Let me open up the official agenda. Right, so um, we have public comment. Oh, Kristen, I saw you unmute. Do you wanna go through this? Yes. Um, since these meetings aren't broadcast, they're only available if the person is in the Zoom meeting. Um, the, the attendee could just, or if they've called in to listen, they could just press star nine or use the raise hand feature, and you would be able to address the Renters Commission for up to three minutes. All right, you can uh, go ahead and address the Renters Commission for three minutes. Yeah. I was just wondering if there's any plan to allow the rights and duties booklet to be distributed distributed electronically. Um, a lot of leasing does occur, you know, via the computer these days, and not many people are walking to the office. I think it'd be good if tenants get this book earlier on in the leasing process. Um, so I'm wonder, wondering if, if that could be um, changed, because right now it's only allowed to be physically given to them. And that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just like to say that I think that's a, a really good point. Uh, we've having some discussions about that, um, but I think those will continue. Okay, well, I think that's our only public comment then. Um, so unless there's anything else we'd like to add, um, I think we can close out the meeting. Okay, uh, going once, going twice. Great, thank you everybody. I hope um, you enjoyed the meeting. I think we got a good amount done and we have a lot of to-dos, so. Uh, don't hesitate to reach out via email or text to me or, you know, um, any of the others who are really active. Quick question, actually, before we sign off about um, our next meeting, if we want to meet again before the next Renters Commission meeting or maybe talk about what we talked about the next Renters Commission and then try to have one um, before the, the following one. I don't know if people have thoughts about how much time they need. Good question. When is the next Renters Commission meeting? In a couple weeks? On my birthday. February 6th. Yes. Oh, next week. Happy early birthday. birthday. February 16th, next week, Thursday. Yeah. And oh. so did we plan to update the commission about what we talked about today? I mean, maybe that would be a good time to have some of these things done by so that we can share it with the commission. Just to give ourselves a deadline. I think a 
check-in meeting next month sounds reasonable to me. I just have a few things coming up. Like exactly a month from now is great. Uh, but yeah, if there's any specific tasks that we can do by next week, which ones are like, maybe the emailing Gail or getting something started to compile the key resources. But other than that, um, yeah, those are some, that's a good start in my opinion. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, the questions, sorry, is yeah, that the not that? No, that's fine. Um, I think the, the questions and emailing should happen uh, definitely before the next commission meeting. Um, I'm willing to meet. Uh, I'm I'm honestly uh, I'm willing to meet whenever. So it's it's up to the rest of you. I I think when you all feel comfortable doing that, I don't want to push anybody to meet too often. I think a month from now sounds great. Yeah, that sounds good too. If we feel like there's something that comes up and it's really urgent, we talk about it, then we can always schedule another meeting. Okay then. So a month from now is when we would like to meet. Awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and I'll see you at the main commission meeting next week, next Thursday. Thank you, Ara. Bye, everybody. Bye, Kristen. Thank you.